0: I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, November 4th. A Quincy Center building has been transformed into housing for veterans. The building at the corner of Washington and Temple Streets has undergone a complete renovation and will soon be dedicated as the Thomas Kiley Building. Mayor Thomas Koch says developer Leo Martin has overhauled the existing 16 studio and one bedroom apartments and added 32 more units to create 48 homes for veterans. The building will be officially dedicated on November 12th. Martin also recently renovated a building on Hancock Street in Quincy Center to create affordable housing that was dedicated as the Joe Finn Building in honor of the former Quincy City Councilor and longtime housing advocates. Well, today is the last day of early voting for next Tuesday's state election. Voters can cast ballots at Quincy City Hall through 4.30 this afternoon. City Clerk Nicole Crispo says mail-in ballots must be postmarked by next Tuesday, but will be accepted until next Saturday. An in-person voting will take place at all 31 precincts in Quincy Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., CRISPO is predicting a 50% voter turnout. John Kalamvakis is the new Director of Information Technology at the Norfolk County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Pat McDermott says that Kalamvakis previously worked as Systems Administrator for the Middlesex County Sheriff's Office in Billerica and was also employed in the private sector as an information technology specialist in the insurance industry. Kalamphikis graduated from Northeastern with a degree in computer science. He is a Newton native now living in Needham with his wife and three children. A new seven-foot-tall bronze statue of First Lady Abigail Adams will be officially dedicated during a ceremony tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the Hancock-Adams Common in Quincy Center. The new statue replaces the former statue of Abigail with a young John Quincy Adams, which has been relocated to Marymount Park. Mayor Thomas Koch commissioned the new statue after a group of residents protested the fact that Abigail was not properly represented on the new common. Hundreds of people are expected to attend tomorrow's ceremony that will feature comments from an expert on the Adams family, Harvard professor Danielle Allen, and Catherine Al Gore, president of the Mass Historical Society. Congressman Stephen Lynch and other elected officials have also been invited to speak. The sculptor is also expected to participate in the dedication ceremony. The man accused of brutally stabbing a woman to death in her Brockton driveway on Wednesday died later that night after reportedly drinking battery acid. Shortly after 1 o'clock Wednesday, police responded to a 911 call and found 48 year old Veronica Gonsalves bleeding on the ground of her Crescent Street driveway. She was pronounced dead at the scene. After reviewing video surveillance, 56 year old Joao Correa, who was in a previous relationship with Gonsalves, was arrested and charged with her murder. The Office of the Medical Examiner will make an official ruling on the cause of his death, and the investigation continues. The elevator inside the Seaton Medical Building at Kearney Hospital in Dorchester is out of service and blocked by a yellow barricade. Instead, the hospital has chair lifts to carry patients up the two flights of stairs, however, Those lifts still require some walking between floors. The hospital has not responded to requests for comment. Dana Pullman, the former head of the State Police Association of Massachusetts and a Beacon Hill lobbyist, were convicted yesterday by a federal jury in connection with a kickback scheme. After a trial that lasted about a month, the 61-year-old Pullman and 71-year-old Ann Lynch were both convicted of charges including racketeering conspiracy, wire fraud, and conspiracy to defraud the IRS. Pullman was also convicted on additional counts of wire fraud and aiding and assisting the filing of a false tax return. Lynch was separately convicted of obstruction of justice and multiple counts of aiding and assisting in the filing of a false tax return. Pullman was accused of using his role to steer business or money to Lynch, and he allegedly received kickbacks in exchange. The former union boss was also accused of union money to purchase a trip, meals, flowers, gifts, including for his girlfriend. Both had pleaded not guilty. Pullman stepped down from the State Police Association in 2018 and retired weeks later. For the third consecutive year, Governor Baker had declared October Cranberry Month as a way to celebrate and support the Commonwealth's growers. But it's November now, and according to a newly released research, there's a new top crop to talk about. According to the state's Agriculture Overview, The fruit brought in $66 million last year, but that's just a berry in the bog compared to marijuana. The Leafly Harvest Report puts Massachusetts' adult-use cannabis crop valued at about $362 million. Now, Prince William of Britain is coming to Boston next month for the second ceremony of the Earthshot. Prize and Global Environmental Series of Awards, founded by the Royal, to acknowledge the groundbreaking solutions aimed at repairing the planet. The ceremony was confirmed to be coming to Boston over the summer, but new specifics were released this week. It takes place December 2nd at the MGM Music Hall at Fenway, according to the JFK Library Foundation. The organization announced yesterday the formation of a host committee for the 2022 prize ceremony. Governor Baker, Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, U.S. Special Presentation Envoy for Climate, John Kerry, Senator Ed Markey, Senate President Karen Spilka, House Speaker Ron Mariano will all be on the committee. The prize is inspired by JFK's iconic 1962 moonshot speech, which he called on Americans to commit themselves to the goal of reaching the moon By the end of the decade, the Earthshot Prize is targeted at discovering and putting to scale notable environmental solutions. In total, five prizes will be handed out in the categories Protecting and Restoring Nature, Cleaning the Air, Reviving the Ocean, Building a Waste-Free World, and Fixing the Climate. Fifteen finalists will be chosen first. The five winners each receive one million pounds a check of business news this morning stocks are higher the Dow up 124 the Nasdaq rose 63 the S&P added 18 shares were higher in Asia the dollars down the euro up oil almost $89 a barrel sports Bruins beat the Rangers 5 to 2 and they'll be in Toronto tomorrow night at 7 o'clock Celtics Take on Chicago at the Garden tonight at 7.30. Of course, the Patriots and Colts Sunday at 1 at Foxboro. The National Weather Service forecast for today, mostly sunny and mild, high 72. For tonight, partly cloudy, low 46. Tomorrow, partly sunny and warm, high 76. Sunday, partly cloudy, high 76. Monday, partly cloudy, but a high near 80. But the boater waves about a foot. Southwest winds, 10 knots, gusting to 20 at times. High tide, 844 a.m. Sunrise, 720. Set, 533. Traffic note for River Bridge, scheduled to open today at 10 a.m. Also, don't forget, this is the weekend that we set our clocks back. One hour as daylight saving time comes to an end at 2 a.m. Sunday. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Friday, November fourth.